Y'all, welcome back. I am so excited right now. We got all four of us here this evening, Vance, Eric, and Ashley. And uh, what we're doing, and Vance is finding out in real time, the topic tonight is nostalgia, which is something that I'm sure everybody kind of could define differently. I feel like everybody has their own, but I mean, everybody gets the kind of general gist. I'm curious if you guys, let's just start here. What, What is like... In your in your opinions, what is nostalgia to you? Is it just looking back, or is there a more specific phrase that you would want to use? Well, it's for me. It's like it's the feeling attached to a memory. It, I think, it's that really strong sense of when you look at something or hear something or smell something that reminds you of a specific place in time, and you almost feel like you can revert back to how you felt in that moment then. Oh, it's more the feeling than the detail. Yeah, there's an actual mm-hmm. like almost emotion involved in it, right? Like there's something that happens chemically internally inside of you. So, Joe, have you seen Ratatouille, Joe? I'm just gonna pick a kids movie, maybe. I actually it. haven't seen that. I know what, what you're referencing, come but come on, man, serious. Pat Oswalt, dude, come on, as a man. child, like that is sort of how I. What are you doing, it. Joe? That's dude. Okay, food has watched the sh- go watch Ratatouille, man. Food has given me nostalgia before. Like I, I, I will. Yeah. Have, like, it's uh, literally Chick Fil A. We went when we lived in South Dakota. There's no Chick Fil A. The first time I came back and had to buy Chick Fil A, I was like, oh my god, this takes me back to college. Like I regressed like 15 years just in a, in one bite of a Chick Fil A sandwich. I was like, it's it's wild. Like, would you say? I mean, I don't even know how you phrase this question, but like, what sense? Gives you like the most nostalgia. I mean, hearing a song, watching a movie, so, eating food. Lauren and I, um, I like started doing this when I was really young. Like when I started, tra- like when I first went like to study abroad. And I will pick um, a song that is the theme of my trip, mm. and I'll play the song over and over and over and over while I'm on the trip, so that when I hear it afterwards, it'll just transport me there. So Lauren and I, every time we go on a trip. We'll pick a song. And then this also, that's why when Joe, we went on your bachelor party trip, I picked that, this, that one song that y- every time you hear it, I mean, I know transported back to that van. I also really hate that song now. Like we, <laughs> listen, we listen to it like, yeah, you know why? Times. Because that van, your, your dad literally gagged getting into that van. So it was probably because we were hearing that song in True. literally like a toxic environment. I mean, so it's, it's got negative connotations. I mean, I, I can remember the smell of that van. So I mean, I, I, I will give you that for I sure. I can. What's too, the man. song? You got to tell us what the song was. Pretty girls. There's a lot of pretty girls in this city. There's a lot of pretty girls in this town. I love that though. I love that you make a concerted effort to choose a song for the trip. Is it like, does it is it a song that matches the theme of your trip or no. is it like what it's something or, current? It's, it's organic. Out? It's yeah. just organic. Okay. It's like what I'm into. Like we went, we went to um, uh, North Carolina, um, uh, Nags Head, which is like a really pretty beach in North Carolina, and I was really into Fats Domino at that point. <laughs> So was this trip in the forties? What, what? Dude, it, so every time, yeah, walking in New Orleans. So we had a lot of that in the trip. Um, yeah, actually, I've seen Vance play Tracy Chapman "Fast Car" forty oh. times in a row. Dude, yeah. every time. That was every a good time one. you hear it's it now, so right? So damn good. Yeah, no, it really it is. works. It works though. It, it really works. Is. We I, also we're back there playing beer pong. Ah, uh, yeah, at John's in house, John's backyard. Getting, yep. getting eaten alive by mosquitoes listening mosquitoes. to the same damn song over and over. 
The problem is, yep. at least that's that is a decent song. Pretty Girls, in my opinion, is not, but that's that's here nor there. Vance's oh. bachelor party in Lake Tahoe. Uh, they stayed up. I mean, we, but I passed out early because I can't with these guys. No, then you I, woke back. I love y'all to death, but I can't do it. Yeah, I did wake back up. But the, then you wake back. Then you could you cook the pizza. Got the, oh lord, that's funny. But it, he played. Got the club going up on a Tuesday. Got the club going up on a Tuesday. Well, the the rule Classic. was that yeah. the rule was that whoever won beer pong got to choose the song. So Rob and I won the first beer pong game. So we chose that song because we were into that song. We then proceeded to win the next 16 beer pong games in a row. I hate And played that song until like five in the morning. And it wasn't fun. Just on repeat? Yes. It wasn't fun for anyone at this point. No one. Yeah, not even like for Vance. No one, you could see it in Vance's really, eyes that you know he's not what? enjoying. We were just clinging. We were more like clinging on to like what we were doing here and 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 the the legacy that Rob <laughs> and I were setting. Legacy. So we were more just kind of <laughs> dialed in. Um, but yeah, I can't listen to that song anymore. No, I can't. I if it, I, yeah. I, I I am it's, I have a visceral reaction. I can't do it. It's, you it's can't much. do it. Even it's I can't do it. So, but like to transition, then so like not all nostalgia then is good, right? Ooh. Mm. See, in my head, nostalgia automatically equates to a positive memory. It, I, 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 did, I didn't research any of that, but is there such a thing as negative nostalgia? But I think this is kind of what I was talking about when we were setting up the, the topic is nostalgia deeply tied to like sentimentality, which can be kind of, it's not necessarily negative, but it, it's kind of that longing for a time that no longer exists. And so mm. you're never going to be able to recreate any of those moments exactly again with the yeah. same people and the same happiness. And so it's kind of like a longing for something that will never is there, happen. Is there a French word for that? So I actually just saw that it's part of what spurred the thought of this. Um, sent uh, To be sentimental is called, uh, now i got to look it up. It's a... Uh, let me let me look it up. I, no, it's you're something good. like to be a blue flower. Like it has the, it has oh, like a, a meaning that's not really. You're good. I'll, I'll I'll tie you in because this lady yeah. that I was reading, she's done multiple studies. This woman is a PhD. Uh, she's a professor of psychology at Lemoyne College. Her name's Christine Bacho. L- oh, hold on a second. Lemoyne. It's not Stanford, bro. It's not Stanford. Lemoyne. Oh uh, yeah. So just the 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 phrase is être fleur bleue, which is to be a blue flower. Etre fleur bleu. What does that mean? It sounds very fancy. Like, well, it's kind that? of, you know, it makes you a little blue. It makes you a little sad. Oh. Well, this woman, that's how, Christine Bacho, uh, I don't know if she coined the term or she just ha- has referred to it a lot. She's like, there is actually a, a true definition or a textbook definition. There's a thing called historical nostalgia, which is being, having an emotional attachment or a longing for a time that you didn't actually take part in. Like people our age, they're like, man, I wish I was born in the 60s or wish I could have grown up, you know, like in the 60s or whatever. Like, which admittedly, when I was like 22, I kind of, I was like in my head, I was like, oh man, I really missed out on the summer of love or whatever. I mean, obviously not. I wouldn't trade that for now. But like, that's a thing apparently. Like, it, it, oh, e, hold on. Would which you? Is the whole plot of Midnight, Midnight in Paris. Paris. Yeah, I was just. Is that what you were thinking? Oh, I should have like um, said it. I'm sorry. With Owen Wilson. I knew we were thinking the same thing. That is. Yeah, with Owen Wilson. Staggering. Yeah. 
how often you guys do that all the time. But yeah, apparently that's like a real thing. Like you can have like it, 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 good or bad, I suppose you can be kind of sad about it. But I mean, the, the general or at least the gist that this Christine woman was, was pushing towards that I just found incredibly interesting was that back in the day, or like 300 years ago when, when the term nostalgia was coined, it was originally designated just for like homesickness. It was mostly for like wartime dudes were nostalgic for being, you know, with their families or back in there, you know, wherever they were from or blah, blah, blah. And she called it, she said, semantic drift over the centuries has broadened the notion for longing or missing any aspects of one's personal lived past, which is just, I mean, it's, it's incredible. Like it, the more like she's got pages and pages. It's going to throw a wrench in this one here. Um, according to my internet research, Lemoyne College is number 383 in the United States in colleges. Let's see who's above them because I don't think you're going to like what you see. Um, so if this woman from Lemoyne okay, College... Does not automatically PhD. discount let's see, her let's research. See. Let's just see, guys. Let's just see that. Let's just see what happens here. I'm going to pull this up. Let's see. Forbes. <laughs> oh, okay, well, do, do it like silently that? for a second. Yeah, while well, you do that. about this. Yeah. Because I, I do think there is something interesting, though, Joe, about the idea that, like... There's an argument to be made that to be nostalgic for like a time past, even if you are part of it, can be negative in that like you can't accept the current future, right? So like Ooh. this whole idea of, you know, to like not to make it political, but just as an example, like, oh, bring back coal jobs. Well, that's not going to happen. So like yeah. being a nostalgic for this idea of like a blue collar American middle class just won't exist, right? So it's interesting that it was related to people in wartime wanting to be home because I feel like that's part of that, right? It's like this sort of... According to Lemoyne College. According to Lemoyne College, which ranks where, Vance? 338. 383. What's above it? Yeah, who's at 368? Trust me, I'm still scrolling. Oh, yeah. Keep oh to get there. Keep scrolling. But yeah, I'm with you because I don't even think people necessarily are nostalgic for literal coal jobs. I think they're more nostalgic for the fact that a a coal job, uh, uh, obviously a man back in the day, but one person working in the coal mine all day could afford a spouse and a family of three or four kids or whatever. I, I think what we're nostalgic for in that sense is just a simpler time. It's why you constantly yeah, I mean, hear about these the good old days, a simpler time, blah, blah, blah. I think collectively- And it's like what's familiar to someone. Yes. You know, it's that familiarity is makes you feel safe. So you're nostalgic, you know, if you're, if you're in a present state where you're not, you know, perfect, like you're being pushed outside of whatever your normal comfort zone is, you, you know, you would want to hearken back to a time where you felt like you had everything under control. <laughs> Safe is such a, yeah, or under control. That is such a good mm -hmm. point, dude. Because I actually, I had a question I was going to ask you guys. If you ever find yourself more open to nostalgia, depending on your mood, because personally, I am far more open to nostalgia, obviously when I'm lonely, but when I'm bored. When I'm bored, I'll just regress. I'll just like sit there and think about the stuff we've done in the past. It was fun. And I was like, oh, that's why. Like, I, I find that when I'm certainly bored and even more so lonely, like it's kind of the same thing I do with like snack food and junk food, but safe or secure. You think back to a time, specifically childhood, when you didn't have to have all of the responsibility. Damn, that's a great point, dude. Like, I bet you that's probably the root of a lot of nostalgia. But I think your point is totally valid as well. Like, I think when you have that open space, of time to let your mind wander and you're kind of 
I don't know, for me, maybe sort of doing a comparison to where my life was at a given point versus where it is now. Yeah. And I I was mentioning that this is a, the big, uh, my sister and I recently talked about the, how the iPhone throws up memories uh, on your phone, gives says this is what you did on X day or yeah. like it will compile a trip that I was on in 2016 and make a little video out of it video. and push it, yeah. push it to me. And then I can, obviously I want to watch it. I have to live that. But it just goes back to what we said. Like, is that good? You know, you, you might see things about it that make you sad. Like, oh, that relationship didn't work out. Or, you know, we didn't, you know, I, I don't get to see those people anymore. Or, you know, oh, whatever. Was, and then it kind of 40 like, pounds lighter. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Look at all the wrinkles I didn't have or whatever. Yeah. yeah it make you kind of feel sort of bad about your current like life or something. And so my sister was saying she doesn't really like those because she's just trying to live in the present, be happy and content with where she is today and look more towards the future than rehashing the past. Um, and, Mm. and to a large part, I agree, but I will say that I have definitely, I'm a big journaler. I've always been a big, like I journal every day. Um, I've gotten fallen off the wagon over the last, like since COVID, which is kind of an interesting thing, but, um, I've since ninth grade, I had kept a daily journal. So I'm, I'm often would just kind of look back of where I was at a given point at any time and kind of use it as a reflection to connect the dots to where I am now. Hmm. So I don't know if anybody feels similarly about that or. Yeah. I, I would say that sometimes I think though, nostalgia sort of allows you to reconnect with the things that are actually important to you. Right. Or sort of the things that make you who you are. Like on a real core yeah, level. Yeah, good point. So in in some ways, I think that like most of the time, I think when I'm nostalgic, it's a good experience because it reminds me of something that like I want to recreate, and it reminds me, oh, I I can experience this thing, and I can have these feelings, and it's wonderful, and it helped make me who I am, and that's good. I love that. Yeah, you and that, that I feel like that gets harder the older you get. Um, hmm. that's why I like the, the, the music thing because you've got so much, all this crap you're, you're dealing with, like you go on vacation and, and you know, you're thinking about your work and you're thinking about like all this other crap and you don't actually relax. Whereas when you were like 23, you just went out and had fun and hmm. you didn't think about it. But the music thing kind of makes you, it like focuses you and centers you and, and be like, okay. I can hold on to that memory or break through all that crap and find a way to like actually like be present in that memory. Um, which I think, I think music really is like a thing that I try to, after I realized this, I tried to like make sure that I had like 20 minutes of music a day. I don't like maybe get it, but I feel like music is one of the things that human beings have created that can really help you, um, deal with those emotions of like the sadness of a nostalgia and then also like the good part of nostalgia too. I love that. So that's a perfect transition to something that we said we'd talk about, which is the experience of listening to a song or seeing a scene in a movie or whatever it may be that you saw X amount of years ago or maybe in adolescence and then rewatched or reheard later and thought, oh my God, now I get it. 
it resonates, the light bulb went off, that lyric hits me in a different way than it ever did before. Do y'all remember um, Nick Brumder? Yes. Jeez, wow. Okay. okay, yes. Yeah, I can say his name because there's absolutely no, I mean, Nick... Oh, bro, if you oh, want to think he's one of our like classmates. Uh, yeah, the, he, I, you're the only one that. Yeah, he predates yeah. both of them. I think. Yeah, yeah I, so, I was like, I assumed he was an actor that only he knew because he knows everything. Yeah, so he he was. Um, we went to elementary school with him, and I remember. Um, remember when Nick had a party? E and like, I want to say like fourth grade at his house. Remember it was like a big party. He had a big party, right? Yeah. And I know you were there because I actually, because we were all there. Like, Clay was there. John was, all the teacher's kids were there. So, Rox was there. I know you were there. Um, but uh, Nick's, um, it, I think it was fourth grade, and Nick's sister threw on Return of the Jedi. And that's one of the earliest memories I have is really? being in Nick's basement with, like, she turned it on and I go, what is this? Oh, this <laughs> was the first time. First time I'd ever seen Star Wars. Vance is a, a quite the Star Wars guy. Yes. I don't know what you want to call So it's the guy. first time I said, like, what is this? And like everyone, dude, it was the coolest sleepover. Like <laughs> they had so many Nerf things. Like Nick had this big house. Everyone was running around. I was just glued to that. Star Wars. Like me, like Mr. ADHD, I was glued yeah, that's to that, that couch. And so, like, I remember that kind of stuff. So I think film can do the same thing. Like, that's why we need the arts, man. Yeah, actually, yes. I was, I know the answer for Joe because he'll mention he's never seen movies that he's seen on this podcast before. <laughs> but I presume, are you like me to where, like, if somebody lists a movie, you'd be like, oh, I remember the first time I watched it. I remember seeing it oh, in this sure. theater. Every single one. With these people, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, spells, yeah absolutely. Like, right. But to the go- one that just can't. Oh, go ahead. Keep going. No, go ahead because I'm going to go back to your question. So, <laughs> well, no, get, please. I well, I'll say. What was you guys' go. most significant? Well, I just love that we're all being so nobody stepping over toes today, and I love it so much. Josh, we're all being very I, courteous. I noticed, don't jinx I it now. It. We're all yeah. Now no, no. no I want to know because because we're all movie buffs here. I want to know you guys' most. We're impactful. all movie buffs. No, 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 not you, Joe. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the <laughs> other side of my screen. Uh, I want to know you guys. Well, like the one that you can think of where you it was like the most powerful movie experience and i know i actually remembering mine and it's hilarious no so, can you uh, tell me about the time you saw passion of the christ then vance yeah i would that's the first uh, thing that popped in my head vance for the record no, for, hold it on. was inception bro wow <laughs> really uh. i went to inception so i was just like i had my first law job um, ever it was my first year of law school i moved to san diego and i was like living in this um uh, like graduate student, uh, ex- like all the exchange students were in this house. So like none of them spoke English. Like there was Korean, there was Russian, there was um, a lot, Korean and Russian were basically the only languages spoken in this house. And English was not a preferred language. It was awesome though. They were like the bet, they partied so hard, right? So I was in like law school and like I had a real law job and blah, blah, blah. So also, weed was legal, right? It was one of the first times, in, like, they're all legal now in all the other states, but in California, it was, like, legal then, right? So I was, like, so excited, and I went and bought, like, some weed, and I went down to the theater by myself. I walked down by myself, and I, like, um, what's the movie where he, um, 
Oh, you remember in 40 Year Old Virgin when he's gonna masturbate and he like covers the, you know, he like turns around the the thing. <laughs> the I like perfectly laid out the weed and had my like little pipe and I like put like a tiny little bit in there and I smoked it. It's like very like like uh, formulaic. And then I was like, I'm gonna go watch the Inception. So this was the first showing of the Inception for the day. So literally the, the movie theater was absolutely packed. There was not, I walked in late. Ooh. I had I had um, two bags of popcorn. I had a, a drink and I had two bags of candy. Double and I was in, I was oh in the God. middle. I was in the middle, right? Well, yeah, because you movie, climbed over nine people to get the best seat available <laughs> yes, to you. The movie had, you the movie had already started. Yeah. I'm yes, just picturing yes. like Kramer in a movie. I see it. Oh, it's I see it. It's exactly yeah. like that. So, yeah. so yeah. I walk in and I'm like, I don't care. This is amazing. So I walk in, I'm like spilling. Yes, I'm spilling. And then I'm sitting between these two couples that are like watch trying to watch Inception. And I'm like, this is the craziest thing that I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Like what is going on? on right now for the um, record vance and i saw passion of the christ together and we both cried as i recall oh wow yeah that was my savior man yeah man yeah man so that was that honestly that might be one of the more yeah, like, like heavy unreasonable but yeah i mean to yeah. be fair a lot of people didn't understand inception completely sober either so <laughs> exactly i really understood it i was like oh i get it i totally understood it i was like offering cliff notes well i want to know you guys is yeah e what's what's yours yeah, this is a good question. Um, I distinctly remember renting Goodwill Hunting and watching it, mm. and that movie had a really big impact on me. And like, sort of, as a young person and even as an adult, sort of shaped some of the way I view the world. Mm. So I distinctly remember that. Yeah, there's some really interesting oh, stuff awesome. in there. Yeah, that's awesome. I have like several. It's hard. I mean, I'm sure for you, like, there's. It's it hard. depends on what was impactful in what way. Like from a young, I, I remember we rented um, Forrest Gump, and I don't remember how old we were when that came out. We must have been like. It was '94. So yeah, so what? we were, and so yeah, it was a little above us. But my parents, being the like liberal people they were, they were like, "This is going to be, you know, this is the greatest movie of the year." We have we watched it all together as a family. My sister must have been like. <laughs> Eight, seven, seven, yeah, that's awesome. Um, but just like really, I mean, it's it's such a good film. It really is. I mean, that just like the ending and everything. You're just sobbing, and I just remember thinking like, this is like totally blowing my mind. Um, another one that stands out is I think I talked about this on our movie episode. Is I rented when I was seventeen the um, Alfonso Cuarón movie Y Tu Mama Tambien, and just oh, Mamacita is just so rooted in reality and i'd never seen a movie like that at 17 film yeah, yeah I mean, that's what it was and it like did not see the ending concepts. coming at all you know like a true a, where you're truly just completely caught up i just remember like it ending and just being like jaw dropped for real and i just thought whoa this is like you can you can elicit these kinds of raw emotions in people through a film Requiem for a dream that was one where like you remember you saw that in high school and you were like Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this that was disturbing. kind of like, what is happening in this? Uh, e, you were part of one of mine. Um, remember, you didn't you stand in line for um, um, uh, episode three? Yeah, uh, we saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't weren't you in line for? Because I was there before you, and then you like stand with me. Yeah, I think we saw it together. Yeah, yeah. 
And the, remember when we had the stormtroopers like going down the aisle and like Darth Vader was there and he like lit a lightsaber. That's right. That was awesome. That was we had like a, like a private performance in the theater and I had dude I had because I'd gotten there so early I was like in the middle and I was not high or drunk I was completely <laughs> sober and it was uh uh I'll never forget that where like there's actors in the studio yeah like in the, oh wow in the movie theater like the, like Darth Vader like lit a lightsaber and shit it was cool. Breaking the fourth wall. Joe and I saw Team America, and I don't know that I've ever seen Joe laugh harder. I, oh, I, that's it. I was going to get to that. I had two other movies, but honestly, wait. That's it. Um, Spy I, Kids, Spy Kids, Spy Kids bro. Three. Yeah, shout out to Lauren's brother. I was going to say, remember when? Um, yeah, Glenn. When that coach, uh, I don't know if we're supposed to say names or not, but it made us all watch Memento. Oh, God. that was so weird. Yeah. That was so I inappropriate. Love that movie, though. <laughs> so inappropriate. He everything he did was inappropriate. Like, but yeah. every, like I did we have to get like waivers signed? I feel like we did. It got that's real. Like no, that, non that, Park that coach would not have sent home waivers for anything. Yeah, he yeah, wouldn't have been not. on top of it. Yeah. To he was like, we are in the gym. We're gonna do what we want. Yep, he was out of his mind. <laughs> Now I did though. I saw that with E in Waco, Texas. We saw Team America. I literally went back the next day and the next. I, I probably watched that in theater seven or eight times. Like it was that was the first time I'd ever really like fallen apart in a movie, and probably haven't laughed that hard in a movie since. Like that's, that's one of the funniest movies oh of all time. Oh my god! Uh, Obviously, one of the fun. I mean, that's there's just no that, yeah. Anyways. I, I remember when I saw that movie for the first time too, yeah. and I was like, this is. Went home, <laughs> went home and lime wired. Didn't go home. Went back to my dorm room and lime wired <laughs> the entire uh, soundtrack or whatever. I heard lime wire. Oh, yeah, y'all you know Actually, one that, of my dude, favorite. Looking at the logo would make me feel nostalgic. In fact, I'm yes. just going to yeah. yeah. genuinely right now. I'm just going to go because like that, yeah, that green. Oh man, that's wild. One of my favorite movies. Shout out to Lauren. Is me um, at my um, at my stepmom's house putting in Dumb and Dumber again into the VCR for like the 13th time that day and knowing that Lauren was also putting the same movie into the VCR at the same time and listening to the same movie and memorizing the whole thing. Oh, and cool. so like, yeah. So like we, we talk cool. about it. Yeah. It's like, what, like what a cool connection. And when we met Lauren and I had the same, remember when you had ringtones on your phone, um, your foot phones, we both had that rat-a-tat down do you remember that song? Was it a pre-programmed one? Keep going. Hold it, on. It Keep was, going. It was, it was <laughs> Rat Attack. It's going to ring a bell soon. Oh, rat, the, like the song? Rat Attack. Yeah. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And totally. we both had the same ringtone. We were, it was like, oh, okay. Okay. That's Those nuts. little signs. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. But there are like movies now, I think, actually, to go back way to your original thing, where it's like <laughs> you, you saw them when you were kids and then you see them now and you're like, oh, I relate to this movie differently right like if you watch a kid's yes. movie now you're like oh i understand where the adults are coming from in this movie or i there's i think fleetwood mac is like a thing that as everybody gets older for some reason oh all makes more sense and i don't understand Love why that is fleetwood mac that people have, have fleetwood mac this, but that's so true yeah whole playlist but is there a movie for you specifically that or a song that you're like oh i saw this differently after having some life experience yeah, that's, I mean, I Fleetwood Mac for that reason is one of them. I'm trying to think of a particular that's that's movie. Cool. I can. E, I'm sending you my Spotify Fleetwood Mac playlist. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. I literally have one. I don't know. Do y'all have any? Yeah. 
I I recently uh, I just had this conversation with someone. I not that long ago, like maybe five ish years ago, watched Closer. Um, oh yeah, for uh, for the second yeah. time, and ha- after having been like. Because that came out, I think, when we were 18. I think we were freshmen yeah. in college. And I remember seeing it in the movie theater with my freshman, like, dorm roommates. And just being like, what is this? You know, like, <laughs> people are just insane and cheating on each other. And, and cheating. And like, cheating on everyone. Everybody's cheating. That's not allowed, which it's not. But um, I it just sure remember happens. seeing it. It sure happens. And just even just, uh, you know. Adult relationships. That movie was written yeah. after a play. It's so obviously yeah. directed. Yeah. Mike Nichols Mike directed. Nichols, right? yeah. Point being, I had, you know, that I saw it as like a 28-year-old or something and had, you know, gone through like, you know, a, a upsetting breakup. And then you're like, oh, some of those lines like really hit home now. And before it was just like, yeah. you know, just dialogue that didn't resonate at all. Actually, one that did just come to me is as I get older... Stand by me, hits. Oh man! With because the, the whole is that the point, feasting one, the well, and the uh, the leeches and the uh, yeah that body. Because the whole point of that movie, though, is nostalgia, right? He's thinking back about these friendships, and he's like, "Oh, we'll never have friendships like that," you know, as an adult, as we did when we were kids. And it is interesting that as you get older, you more and more understand, like, oh. This guy's got a point about this. Like, it doesn't feel the same as you get older. Hmm. There's a song I really like. It's by uh, Ben Rector, maybe. Uh, mm, I like him, yeah. It's called Old Friends. And the whole point of the song, it's the most nostalgic song of all time. Like, it's just about thinking about old friends and how any new friend you make, like, you'll never have the connection that you have. Like, it's, I forget the lyrics specifically right now because I might have been drinking tonight. It doesn't matter. Oh, but, I'm going to listen to Oh, it. it's a great song. I'll, I'll slack it. It's, it's, it's in a. Which one, Joe? Uh, old friends. In fact, I'll send it to the group thread because at some point he's like, I'll never know what color inline skates you wore. He's like talking about like some guy that you just met. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'll, you know, I'll, we'll never have like partied on your mom's back porch, blah, blah, blah. It, but it's like, it hits. So, and like, had I heard that as a 13 year old, it would have gone straight over my head. It wouldn't like, what do you mean? You know, now as a 30 something year old, it just crushes me. Oh my gosh. Oh my I'm just you know what, you know, you know what does so it for, yeah, you know dude, what it would do it for all of us? Uh, religious songs, dude. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Religious oh, yeah. songs. <laughs> the choir chapel hit. songs. Yeah. Yo, they hit hard. Um, Joe, what's that song? Um, uh, in the first light. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, yeah! I kind of what yeah. a song. Can you sing it for us, Vance? Get it going. No, I will not. I wish you would. There's so many harmonies. But, we could go to town. Bro. Yeah, but like religious songs. So that's why Mariah Carey's. Um, uh, sorry. Yeah, Chapman strikes him out. Let's go, Yankees win. Vance has five, money on, on the Yankees. But no, um, I actually well, I, I sing uh, my kids to sleep literally every night with Amazing Grace because. Back in like at, at 3 a.m., however many years ago when Raiden was a very young kid, less than one, and he could, you know, he would have those nights where he couldn't sleep. At 3 a.m., I can't pull up details fast enough to think of songs to sing. And it, at one point, it just popped in my head. I was like, oh, I can think of Amazing Grace. So I just kind of like started humming it and it worked. And so from then on in, it stuck because in that moment, it was literally the only song I could think about. Like I could not like reach into my brain enough to get real songs. I was like, right, we're going with this. And now it's stuck and it works because church songs are beautiful. A- admittedly, yeah. it's probably one of the best things the church has ever done. And I'm stealing that from George Carlin, but it's true. For sure. It's probably one of the best things, if not the best thing the church has done is, is write beautiful songs that everyone can sing along together. It, how how great thing. thou art. 
Oh a song, man, man. Such that's a what a good song, that's a good song. Oh, bro. Um, what what else? Um, there's a bunch of um, Chris. Um, what's his name? Chomlin. Yeah. He's got a bunch Dude, of really good ones. We saw him, man. Those we saw books. him live in uh, Tennessee. <laughs> at that... the first. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no! the, hey, hey, get him. Save this for your own podcast, bro. Also, shout out everybody. Vance has his own podcast now. Uh, what's the title of it again? Faces Loaded Yankees. That's not the name of your podcast, Bottom bro. Nine. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to get you listeners. What's your podcast? Oh, um, uh, <laughs> the Let Down Look Ahead. Let Down Look Ahead. If you like Vance sick, screaming about sick sports. Titled. I like yeah, that. If you like screaming about sports with Vance, check it out. And if you ever listen to our wine episode, it's also got that guy on there. So go check that out, too. <laughs> or not. A- Ashley's best. <laughs> I love how y'all hate Jeffrey. That's no, I, I like him. He's just not. We loved. don't. It's just he's just not loved back. It's the podcast. Uh, yeah, it's just, no, it, no, 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 no. He's an asshole. No, I like. I, yeah, it, <laughs> screw that. Yeah, I can see why. No, I can. Have me on. Can Can I be a guest on yours and ruin all his talking points? <laughs> I do. Do you want to? Do you know anything about um, UT football? Doesn't matter. Just talk no, over. No, but that's the whole point. Yeah, just talk over. Okay, the whole time. It'd be great. I'm just gonna just. That'd be amazing. Come with a million things to say that have nothing to do with the topic whatsoever. That yeah. would be amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, I can't wait. You're, you are invited on. Yes, absolutely. Okay, perfect. I can't yeah. wait. It's a date. <laughs> All right. So it would have been uh, better timed had I done this while we we're still talking movies. But speaking of movies, guys, we got this week's quiz. Hey, everybody, uh, come on! Knew it was coming. This week we Dive got a title. Um, it's not good. I thought of it a couple minutes ago. All right. This week we have time altered. Like Kings in Exile. Talkies? Talkie! Come on now. Ooh, All right. Nice. So, yeah, E, I don't know how you got I that. mean, it's right. not hard to follow an Instagram. Like, I don't know it's, why yeah. I haven't just immediately picked up on this yet. <laughs> All right. So, this is, according to IMDb, I've got a list of the top 10 most nostalgic movies. But here's the caveat. This list, I chose the list that they published in 2011 because that alone is nostalgic. So as of 2011... Have they updated it? Uh, there are more lists. There are actually a bunch of okay. different lists. But right this now... This is great. Land, I cannot land, wait to hear what Land before time. In 2011, what is the top 10, according to IMDb, as of 2011, what's the top 10 most nostalgic movies? You each get three guesses. Try to land them somewhere in there. Of all time. Uh, that, according to IMDb, as of 2011, most of all time. Titanic. Forrest Gump, Titanic, Land Before Time. Um, uh, Vance missed all three of those. Okay. Oh, there we go. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Nope. Although that should be. To be fair, that really should be, but it's not on this list. Land Before Time shouldn't be? I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with any of that, but I'm just going off the list. Is it supposed to have like a nostalgic theme yeah, are they to about the nostalgia or are they All right, I'll give you, right, I'll give you number, because th- the list is actually, uh, it's a 30 item list. So I'll give you number 13 is Independence Day. Number 15 okay, gotcha. is Die Hard. And so number 16 kind of is National Lampoons. Gotcha, if that gotcha. steers you in the right direction there. Okay, okay. Animal House National right, well, Lampoons? I was totally going yes. that um, direction. Okay, gotcha. Joe, did this survey come from, by any chance, Lemoyne College? Because <laughs> <laughs> if it did, I think I'm understanding my confusion. Airplane is number 22 and The Terminator. Is Nostalgic? Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. Gotcha. It's just it's I. I am like, so one of the greatest everybody loves. So, like, is the Godfather on there? Uh, no. In fact, all of these are skewed. What the hell? Are all they of these all are comedies? skewed pretty PG. Lemoyne College, man. Lemoyne strikes again. In fact, all of these are PG except for two of them. So, I mean, think that, if that helps you. Lemoyne strikes again. Cinderella? Puritanism. <laughs> 
no. What a stupid quiz. There's no way that there's so many. <laughs> oh my well, God. Now, now, just... Yeah. Now I just want to guess like. Okay. Random. Give us some. Give us 10. All right. Number 10. Like number dumb 10. Number 10. Jurassic Park. Okay. Okay. That's okay, excellent. Yeah. Number nine. Star Wars something. Good. Star Wars has Star to be. Wars is actually number 16. Star Wars okay. episode four is right there. Okay. Or 17, whatever. All right. Uh, so I'll but keep, damn, I'll keep going down the list. You guys throw out numbers to see if you can get them. Nine, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Interesting. Okay. Eight, Home Alone. That's, yeah. Okay. Seven I mean, is E.T. I love E.T. So, so we should have just went for all the movies we saw in the night. Yeah. Essentially, it's like, movies, yeah. I, I'm guessing it's Spielberg yeah. directed yeah. movies. Like, Spielberg Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones we got on there. Yeah. yeah Indiana Jones um, is six and okay. five. Space Odyssey. Last Space Odyssey. Odyssey. And Raiders of the Lost. Yeah. Okay. Space got it. Space Odyssey. Uh, Paid Schindler's, by Schindler's List. All right. So now we're down to top four. Um, all right, here, all right, here's the deal. I'll give you four. You guys put them in order. Here, here are the top four. You guys put them in order. It's some in oh. some form of the future. Uh, in some form. Of, well, that gives away. Back to the Future. Back Go- to the Future. Yeah. Back to the Future. Goonies. Ferris Bueller. Ghostbusters. Those are one through Goonies four. Is number one. Goonies is number oh. one. Well played. I knew okay, it. Yeah. People love that freaking movie. Everybody loves that movie. I don't really love that movie. It's what? It's, it's good, <laughs> but it's it is overrated in the. It's overhyped, man. I was obsessed with Goonies. I was obsessed with Goonies in my 20s, but now that I'm in my 30s, it is overrated. Also, Princess Bride is a movie I can never understand why people just are, lose their minds over it. I, I don't get it. Okay. What are we talking about? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I got a disagreement here. Oh, that's those, a rarity. Those are fighting words. That's a rare occasion where they're not agreeing today. Uh, uh, two can be Back to the Future. Yep. Three Ferris Bueller. Nailed it with four being Ghostbusters. Well played, y'all. Well played. But yeah, I mean, this entire list is just essentially our childhood. Like, Revenge of the Nerds. Childhood blockbuster, Uh, feel good. Number 30? Yeah. (laughs) Tremors. Number I love 30 Tremors. Round out the list. I, I love, love Tremors. I love Tremors. Tremors so much. Seriously, I that movie. I forget what that is. Yeah, Tremors is Bacon and Reba McIntyre. They're monster underground snake worm things with yeah kevin bacon and reba mcintyre playing like a oh badass my gosh, reba has I've like a stockpile oh it's so bad dude it's so bad it's good. wow it looks unbelievable yeah reba mcintyre six in 2018 yeah there's with, a uh, lot of bad they've made a ton of them with uh oh, wow. i'm not gonna get his name but yeah with that one guy that y'all recognize malibu's most wanted what's that dude's name jamie kennedy Thank you. Jamie Kennedy's in all the new Tremors. I, I guess he just like, I think he actually bought the franchise to like make it back himself or whatever. But yeah, so like, it, it, it's interesting that you said that. My phone has never done that thing that you described that it like popped up with. Like, you did this well, too until this week. Because no. you have an Android for crying until, out loud. Swear to God, this week it started doing it. Yesterday it popped up with a picture of my kids from two years ago and I texted my wife. I was like, is your phone doing this? Like, what's going on? Because we have the same phone. Oh my She's gosh, like, it heard, it, it saw me text that to you. Dude, oh yeah, we got, we got to push that. Software. I seriously wondered that. <laughs> Because I was like, that makes no sense. That's, I mean, I'm sure it's purely coincidence. I'm sure, but it Just really might be. a real phone, Joe. We are living in a simulation, so there's a very real chance. Uh, dude, had, a, had GME gone I'm over 300 fans. a day, I was buying a phone, but I'm never going to do it. Now that. I, I, I just, this came up. Something weird like that happened. Hey, you know what too. makes me nostalgic? Uh, you interrupting actually? Safe. Is that what makes you nostalgic? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hold on. $2 wait, hold on. Two dollar fine, that bro. That is a $2 fine. But we have to know our one patron, whatever charity of her choice, as long as it's not like oh, yeah. pro-choice. Yeah, wait, as long as it's not, um, 
Yeah, we're most conservative podcast. So we don't oh, what a choice! Twist. I yeah. see yeah. what you're doing there. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but whatever her, the charity of her choice, someone ask her, yeah. and I will now donate two dollars. That's my that's my tab. Yeah. But you know what, uh, Aroldis Chapman, um, just blowing saves. That's 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 makes me real nostalgic. That's actually really funny for anybody who knows what he's talking about because that's yeah, that is very anybody true. that likes baseball that has happened before <laughs> a few times. I, I, yeah, that one went over my head. Yeah, don't. Can I tell my story now? Yes. yes. Good yeah, yeah. God, man. Two dollars. <laughs> Two dollars. That's not as funny. Yeah, for for everybody listening, we agreed amongst ourselves that any interruption Vance makes is a two dollar donation <laughs> to to a charity of charity of, of Denise our Miller's only, choice. Yeah, and if you Miller's if you subscribe, our, then my next. What did you say, Eric? Our, yeah. fair, our fairy pod mother. Fairy pod mother. Yep. Anybody yeah. out there, if you want to pay us 99 cents every time Vance cuts somebody off, he'll pay two dollars to the charity $2. of choice. It's money well spent. I promise you. Now then, Thank Ash, you. go ahead. Anyway, I was just going to reiterate that I also had something happen. I got an I went and saw an obscure French film directed by Eric Romer at the Austin Film Society Theater from 1990 and um, literally a few days later got an Instagram ad pushed to me for sunglasses and the review underneath it said, you'll feel like you're in an Eric Romer film oh, from the early 90s. God. And I was like, That's where what we're at, dude. They're, our, phones, our phones are listening at all times. Literally at all times. Like, it's, it's absurd. Like, we bought, it doesn't matter. We bought, a th- we bought a thing that you only need one of. That you would never need more than one. And I've been getting ads for them for weeks. And I'm like, I, if you paid attention, I already bought the thing. We don't need multi. So it, 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 our phones are listening. But okay, here's what I, I, I want to try to sort of kind of aim at. Do you guys feel that you just in, on a given day, just on average, do you think more about the future or more about the past? I'm def. Oh gosh, I was gonna immediately right? say past, but uh, I let me put it this way. I think more about the past. I worry more about the future. Yes, that is the answer. Uh, that is the exact answer I was thinking of. God, y'all are like, back on the same page. We're good. Yeah, I would like maybe we could say plan if we want to be generous, right? I'm planning for the future. I'm trying to manage whatever's coming up. But when I think about things, I think in the past tense. Yeah, when I want to like really think through them and like analyze them, but I don't. And I do like I am. A planner, but I, 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 I tend to have, I have anxious tendencies. So I just, you know, I, I thinking about the future is more mitigating how I can mitigate anything to not go wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, but which I, it, it yeah. helps Yo, what about me you? go with the future, right? Like it helps me feel better about what's coming by planning. Right. Yeah. Uh, what, what am I, I, I admit, and this is just a personal thing, but my parents were hyper nostalgic the older that my brother and I got. Uh, in fact, they had stacks on stacks of VHS tapes of literally everything we'd ever done, every play, every mm-hmm. musical, every football game, every everything. And my brother and I, Sam, we used to make fun of our, our folks all the time. Like my, my old man, Tim, literally one day bought... Uh, a VHS to DVD player converter friggin' <laughs> thing or whatever. Yeah. And we didn't see him all weekend. He didn't leave the TV room. In fact, 
You want to be nostalgic? Remember when TV rooms were a thing and not just TVs oh, yeah. in every room and in your TV room and in the bathroom yes. and on your phone and the computer and, and, room? I yes. just saw an yes. Instagram meme about this. It wasn't the study. It's like here's the no. computer room. The computer, computer room yeah. where we put the computer as opposed to in your pocket. But yeah, he spent an entire right. weekend converting old memories to updated technology because I guess he thought we were all going to sit around and watch it. Now he's he died and now I have them all because my mom didn't want them. So now I have literally hundreds of DVDs in two giant binders that I will never watch. I mean, friggin' never. So I am nostalgia adverse simply because of that. However, literally tonight, and it was odd timing, we were at the pool, I'm at the pool with my kids, and we took them uh, Lunchables for dinner, and I'm helping them make pizza Lunchables, and I'm just like having this wave of like, oh my God, I remember this. Like, I, I like you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was nostalgia as hard as it was hitting, and then, swear to you, went down the slide, and it's actually a pretty nice slide or whatever like there's a twist and a turn or whatever and i got water up my nose and i remember nostalgic i i went back to when vance and i went to schlitterbahn however many years ago when i got water up my nose on whatever slide then and like it that physical sensation put me back to a memory so maybe i'm just adverse to the idea of like physically watching the past i don't like the idea of watching a movie of like stuff i did back in the day but thinking about it i probably will do more of it now that i have kids so i'm probably going to constantly reminisce See, I never – I only think of the present and the future. Do you not like the past? I just don't I, – I just – I don't have time, man. Really? Yeah, I don't really think about the past. I mean, I, tr- I, I try to make myself. <laughs> no, I want Eric. Right? Yeah, whatever. But I only think of the present and the future. It's probably healthier. But No, it's not. Okay, it's, yeah. It's, no, that was going to be what I was going to say. It, that can't – No, it's out of like extreme anxiety. <laughs> The past, you're so anxious. In, in the way that you're the future anxious. gives Ashley anxiety, the past gives you anxiety? Hmm. No, more like if I'm going to survive, I got to be thinking about the future and my present situation. Uh, but you can't use your past experiences to inform what you're going to do in the future? No. Okay, well, that's probably not great, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, it's not. It's not. Yeah, because that's it, the way requires... I think. I, but you're, but you're not alone. My mom is very much like that. She always told me that she used to hate when her parents would play music from their generation. She yeah. always wanted to like stay current, stay in the present, stay up on what is you know the state of the world and culture and whatever. And didn't like looking too much at the past, and kind of still doesn't. Like does she doesn't she doesn't talk about the past a lot. She doesn't. Um, which is conversely, like my dad will literally tell me about his like mini league. Or is that even yeah. what's called, what's called mini league? Softball, kids league, whatever. <laughs> little league, <laughs> little league, little league, little league. league. <laughs> oh, Ashley, check out Ashley's new podcast. <laughs> oh about sports. my yeah. god, how much Ashley doesn't know about sports? Okay. Sports talk I, with Ash coming next week. Yeah, I I think that I think I do that because. I think that's what makes me a really good lawyer because I'm always concerned with what is going on with the case and what could go wrong with the case. So the case is never perfect. There's always something wrong and something I need to look forward to and need to correct in the future and anticipate and, and stuff like that. I imagine it's paranoia. Yeah. That's paranoia basically. Fuck though, all <laughs> yeah, the time. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But don't you have to look into your client's past a little bit to help? Defense. Well, of course, but that's more about the present because we can't change what my client's past was. All you can do is address it in the in the present and in the future. 
And but my point is that maybe you're thinking about other people's past more than your own. Probably <laughs> for sure. Good, good job. I like it. No, dude, I like that. Well, and I, I know she's from Lemoyne College, so clearly she has no credibility. But oh, Christine Bacho, uh, I was reading up on her stuff. Dude, I, I love this woman. I, I read so much more this week because it was just, anyways. Uh, she says that nostalgia is a good motivator in the same way that Eric was saying it, that it gives us a sense of who we are and who we want to be down the road in the future. Much like Eric was saying, you can use the past as, as like a guide or as a, you know, as a, as a way to inform your future, uh, you know, decisions. But also, uh, in my research of this, I found that nostalgia, the act of mentally visualizing the past, releases dopamine. If you get into it, into a very, like, if you really sit down, that's all you, you literally get, you know, a, a boost or what your mind releases dopamine, just like smoking cigarettes and like working out. In fact, many years ago, physicians physicians used to consider people that were overly nostalgic as having a disorder or even considering it an addiction. They, there was mm -hmm. actually an issue with like people that can't live in the present, which is similar to what Vance is saying. But what's odd is that usually nostalgia does give dopamine, not anxiety, but there's a lot of people that are scared of it. Or at least these physicians that are like, yeah, if you do it too much, you get hooked. It's like a cigarette. And like, yeah, you can have one a day at first and then you're having a pack a day and then you're having you know, however many packs a day. Like it's, it's just like, you know, it's just like anything else. You can get hooked on it. And I think a lot of people do. I think I, I think big business is selling nostalgia nowadays. And I'll admit, I bought it. I bought one of those, like, reintroduced mini Sega Genesis that has all, like, the old games. And, like, I will try to get my son to play these old games with me. And all he wants to do is play new games. And I'm like, no, these are better. Play this. And he does it because the graphics are shit. The music is shit. The buttons are simple. And he wants this new stuff. But I want the nostalgia. And I think there's a big business to that. Like it, well, there. I mean, every reboot that's been made over dude, the last uh, twenty years, years is yeah. just like insane, and that all that never was a thing. Uh, growing up was all new content, mm -hmm. and this mega nostalgia for TV shows and movies to be remade is like it, it's getting to be overwhelming. To be honest, it's just kind of like, is there really not new stories to tell? Yeah, come on, guys. You know, oh get it together. I actually might push back on that. I would argue okay. that the idea of, of remakes probably goes back forever. Because back in the day, the, the oral tradition of storytelling, eh, good point. you know what I mean? Like the story of Beowulf, just to pick one, was told however many thousands of times. And the first person that told it and the last person that told it never met. And the people that told it in between them never met. And there are generations. Story of the Bible. Goodbye. Shit, yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I, I also want to count how many times you've said the word Beowulf on this podcast. I am a fan. I am a fan. I reference Beowulf that well a lot. It's like, the, it's like it. the last full work of literature that I ever read. So, like, it's the only <laughs> thing that I can friggin' reference. <laughs> but no, I, I think we've always done that as a species. And that's just me. I could be wrong. But, like, You're I, I, I seriously think we've, I, I think we're just. It's just so much easier to tell it again as opposed to writing something new. It, it, it's just easier to do. So, but do you think that in the same way where now part of the reason we do reboots as intellectual property is because they think it's for sure going to make money, yeah. that retelling Beowulf over and over again was a for sure hit and a for sure way also to make money? Sure, yeah. yeah. And maybe that's just like the business of storytelling in a certain way. Is that like... If we have the story that works, we just need to repackage it. Yeah, because just run it back. Otherwise, what are we doing? Yeah, 
And that's, but I think that's what it's always been. I mean, how many Batman movies have there been? How many Superman movies? I mean, Friday the 13th, 17 or whatever the hell, like how many, like, I think that's just what we do. We find something we like and we just keep doing it. Like I am hopefully all things considered, hopefully the Delta variant and COVID and all that stuff isn't too terrible. I'm going to go see fish for, I think my 24th time and I'm going to go with friends and it will be their hundreds show. I think Joe Brady, a uh, friend of the show, I think it'll be, it's literally his 107th show seeing these guys. When we find something we like, we do it. We, we are a, a, a indulgent species, I, I believe might be the term there. Like we, if we find something we like, we just, we don't stop. Yeah. But there's, I don't know that that's a negative thing necessarily. Right? Oh, I don't like, either. I'm not We get something good that. out of that nostalgia to return to that. Right. So like mm. there's something in that, that we identify with that it sort of again reinforces something we like about ourselves or what makes us who we are. Right. I want to know the, um, the cross section between like, People running to like their toxic like environment that they grow up in yeah. in a partner. The diminishing returns, that, 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 I think, is is a big deal. I think that's that's the negative. Is if you're still getting something positive from it, if you're still you know well, enriching no, like, your life like, with it, that's fine. There's a psychological phenomenon where people yeah. that are in abusive relationships will will go back to them and seek them out, um, and that's I guess when we opened up, we were talking about negative nostalgia. That's interesting too. That's negative nostalgia. Yeah, for sure. And we eat it up. And it's 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 a form of romanticizing the past, but it's way more toxic and way more. Yes, awful. I mean because it is heightened. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's almost like what we want is the familiar, whether or not it's good or bad. We just yeah. want mm-hmm. something we know, right? The, mm-hmm. the unknown is scary always. Yes. And that's, fuck, that's probably why nostalgia is such a, a powerful force. Is it, it might be why God exists, because things are scary and we need an explanation, so we're going to create something to make oh, us feel better. Oh, you mean why why he exists in theory, not why God exists in reality. That's fair. That's fair. For a second, well, I'm like, holy shit, what? Did we just, did we well, just do it? Also, another, no, another throwdown, our I'm, God is an awesome God. Another good one. He reigns. He reigns. I know all of the. Do the canon. I, all of the. My only all of the I, harmonies. I, I, that's Shout my out to We're going to top the the, the, to the Austin melody of no, uh, fast food place. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. The, yeah the, that, that, that Austin so food jam. I think I'm nostalgic that. for that moment. Yeah, of that episode. That was already. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's. I mean, it, Ash, not to go too far with that, but yeah, I, I think spoken word becomes reality, and that's kind of how it worked. But doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Point is, I, I think. I think. Wait, E, do you disagree with that? Well, I. it was funny when you were talking about singing Amazing Grace and you were like, oh, this is just like a song I could come up with immediately. It's funny because there is an argument to be made that like, well, maybe that's exactly the song you needed in the moment and it can Can't be deny for it. a reason, right? Can't mm. deny it. I think it was, uh, is it Fahrenheit 451? Did it Where the they burned end? the books? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the book, uh, when the main character is like, he finds that like kind of secret society or whatever, and they ask him, "What books have you read?" And he's like, "I've read this, this, and that, but I can't really remember them all right now." And they're like, "Oh, don't worry. When you need it, when the time comes and you need it, it'll come to you or whatever." And that past that just thought has stuck with me for a long time because like I've had stories that I can't remember until the moment I needed it, or, or you know, jokes or thoughts or details that just pop up in the moment, and then like two days later, I can't remember them. So I, I do. I think you're not wrong there, E. Honestly, if we're going to credit that to an to an almighty power or not, uh, you know, well, you, you know my stance. I I don't know shit, 
but in the moment it felt real. It, it really did. Okay. Here's my question. Uh, and this is, this is a, a very hard question to ask. So go with me here. If you could, and this is based off of uh, the movie that just came out that I guess, Eric, you have also watched. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what was the title of it? Reminiscence. Okay. Thank you. Reminiscence. Uh, in it, you were able to sit in a tank and, and in your mind, go back to a memory. You are not able to change that memory. You are just able to replay it. But in the moment, you think the decisions you're making are real. So I, I guess it's you are literally watching your life as a movie, but not knowing it's a movie. If you were given that choice, would you go back to any moments in time and do that? If you, if you were able to, in the moment, you fully, truly believe that this is still really happening. This is the first time it's ever happened. You don't know that you're not making these choices. You are only along for the ride, but in the time you think that these are real choices, would you? I have no idea what you just said. Yeah, I, I okay, definitely okay, do not so understand here, the assignment here. It's the tough, idea dude. It's is, tough. Um, if you could... <laughs> have the same exact feelings and emotions and feel like you were in a first person reality yeah. of a specific okay. moment in your life. So brain in a vat, basically. Yeah. We're back to philosophy. So kind of like eternal it. sunshine. Yes, too? exactly. It's dude. Brain you, you should watch it. it. It had very eternal sunshine vibes, but imagine so they ripped eternal sunshine. <laughs> it kind of, honestly, you could, you could tell that they had seen it. Honestly, you could definitely tell this, but like if you could go back and relive any moment of your yeah. life, Without the knowledge that you're reliving it, it feels new. No, Vance, you're definitely. I guess I'm not surprised your answer is no. That you don't like nostalgia in the first place. Well, no, no, it's not nostalgia. It's like that cheapens the moment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I would prefer if the rules could be reliving. But I guess is that in Internal Sunshine you're reliving it, but you're not. uh, But you do know that it's the second time. Yeah, the there was yeah, there's yeah, a disconnect. There's a little reason. difference between the two. Yeah. It's like this right, one right, right. is That's essentially like you So the person know. the one I want to know Joe is like f- for some reason in my mind like the idea that like Joe if you could sit in this tank and have a conversation with Tim again, would you? No. Uh and this is deep and dark and not something that I was planning on talking about, but this is real. Um, I was going through a stretch, uh, of some bad sales and just some bad shit. And just, you know, it was a week or two of just like negative and I fell asleep. And I remember I had a dream about my dad and I remember I woke up the next morning or whatever. And I was like, man, that was really nice seeing him or whatever. Like that was really, really nice. And then two or three days later, I had another dream where I met him again and I had this like epiphany whilst dreaming. But I realized while streaming, I was like, oh, this isn't real. That's not Tim. And instantly he vanished. In that moment, he just wisped away. Like, and I was just like, and wow. it's, it's, it's dark, I admit. It's kind of sad. I admit there's a melancholy there. But I woke up not as energized as the first time. In the two-week stretch when I saw him, I was like, man, that was great. I woke up. I was like, man, that was awesome. I really needed that. That was great. I woke up more feeling grounded feeling Joe that's that's because you're like you're the most honest person with yourself <laughs> that I, I've ever met like you're just f- brutally honest with yourself that's a really see good me 
Yeah, see, like me, That's I would so nice. like, I would just like fake it. I'd just be like, huh. no, he's there. He's <laughs> like, because like I want my when I when I die, I want to be like, I, I don't want it to like be a big deal, but I do want to be placed somewhere, like in the ground somewhere. Wait, not ashes. a volcano? I thought it was a volcano. No, 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 because I want my I want people to be able to come and like say I'm talking to you here. The idea of that, I feel like for you would be like, nah. Mm. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think so. God, no. I don't want, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. want a tombstone. I don't want a burial plot. Yeah. I don't want shit. Don't you guess? Really? So that's just you part of your personal You want spread ashes forget, out of the... Forget I was ever here. There's no point. Aww. Don't. No, don't. Don't. This right now. Let's enjoy this. When I'm dead... I, what? Who cares? I can't care. I'm done. Well, it's over. If Lauren dies, I'm gonna form a shrine. I'm gonna form a shrine, and I'm gonna like talk to Lauren every day, and like carry her ashes around in my pocket or something, oh. and talk to them, uh, because because I want I can't be honest with myself. I'll put it to suspend <laughs> reality and pretend like these ashes are still there. So, well, but that's, I would that, be I like that. I would totally be like that. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So, Ash, let's just say, like, you know, you're, I'm just going to pick a random thing. Okay. The night that, uh, that you snuck out the house and stayed in the car down the street, you big crazy. If you had a chance to run that back, not knowing you were running it back, you choose to hop in this tank and go. Would you do that just for the fun of it? Just for the, you know, the nostalgia event? Would you? Like, would I redo it now? Would you you block off the next three hours of your life to relive that three hours? Oh, to relive that night? Well, (laughs) or or let's pick you in your head a better night, your first kiss or whatever the fuck doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, like that night, no, because like people were too drunk and throwing up. (laughs) Not, not it was it was it was a not good feeling. But no, I just when I went back to Paris in July, I one of our friends that I haven't seen in like the five years since I first moved came to meet us. So it was my friend Timo and Arta and I, and we went out dancing and we did the exact same thing. We put on the songs in the, in the cab that were playing the year that we all met and hung out. And we were just like reliving that. And there are, there are definitely some nights, um, scattered throughout life. Yeah. Really good ones. Yeah. I would totally, I would love to refeel that feeling and go back and be, uh, cause I also really, speaking of sentimentality, like I put a lot of weight behind like being sentimental. So I, my friends in Paris would joke that I always would start a meal with like a toast. Like, let's talk about why (laughs) we're here tonight. Like why, you know, like let's appreciate each other and really take in this moment. And so I really, I do feel like to a certain extent, I am good at living in the present and trying to make something special out of what would otherwise just be like a dinner of people. Um, and so, you know, making those like memories that then kind of live in your mind. Yeah. It would be super fun to relive some of the good ones. That's sweet. And that's actually that, that genuinely, that's really sweet. I'm not, that, that's, that makes sense for who you are, but I'm going to, I need to like, I don't necessarily want to pray before a meal, but the idea of a toast or something to commemorate this meal, even if it's just 30 seconds, that's a really good idea. I'm, I'm yeah, like it doesn't have that. to be this big, dramatic, yeah. drawn out thing, but just a few words of like, I'm so happy that we all made the time to get together and be here. And it's a beautiful evening with a full moon and let's celebrate. Love you guys. That's beautiful. Seriously. That's I, I'm going to try and copy that. Like I really, that's a really good idea. E, how about you, bro? 
Because like you've seen what I'm trying to describe here. Would you take time out of your day to relive your highlight reel? Yeah, I I did think about this after watching the movie, and for me, probably not. Interesting. Um, I don't know that I would find it healthy in any way. Same. Uh, right? I'm with like, you. It would either I would experience this feeling, and then I'd be like, "Oh, well, I want to go back to it," and instead of trying to recreate it in the present i could just always do this and that's fine yeah. you know what i the mean the idea the idea of regressing or, or whatever seemed very addictive it, it seemed yeah. very very yeah the way they were portraying it wasn't a very Vance, what was that movie that you said you watched in high school i know it's i never actually watched it but i think you guys watched it at Gabe's house it was about like the druggies and all that requiem uh, for a dream thank you. they portrayed would, it in a very requiem way what i would want to see is like we kind of got screwed anyone that was into sports like in, in our generation we didn't get like iPhones to like record us playing sports. I would have liked to see that. Like I would have liked to see us win that playoff game, right? Mm. When we in, in football, or I would have yeah, liked to that, see us, yeah. get, you know, get like pummeled by um, cornerstone. That w- cornerstone, right? I want to see <laughs> yeah. that game. Like I want to see like how bad we looked. I remember right? that. Even like, our senior year video that Dylan did. Like yes. I, I'll, I'll find that. Every- Where is that? Or that one There's that uh, who posted it? Send that to me right now. Does Kyle Streetman posted that like four minute clip or whatever, and I I admit I looped that multiple times more than once. Oh, I did I too. Wait, that. I, wait, someone sure send did. me that right now. Or if I still had Facebook, I, I would, that. but I don't have it anymore. But it, it's he posted on something. the the. Um, I gotta find that DVD myself. I'm sure oh, Eric do you have it somewhere perfectly. You have the DVD. Uh, oh, I don't man. know that I have the DVD unless it's in this. Oh, somebody does, right? Maybe it could. I think I, ha- I think I have it in my storage closet. I'll have to get that. But then how? What? How do you? I gotta. Yeah, I don't own a DVD player for the record. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, my my computer so, used to have one, but I got a new computer. It doesn't even have a DVD thing anymore. It doesn't. I'm mine so doesn't either. But yeah. I again just had this conversation. I. There was a movie that I saw in 2008 that I really loved. It was like a small independent movie, actually, with Penelope Cruz and Ben Kingsley. And I cannot find it streaming anywhere. Like, well, I loved it. Is that what that movie is? Uh, it's called Elegy. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. And uh, could not find it streaming anywhere. And it was driving me insane. And, like, rather than going down some Reddit hole and, like, getting a bit torn or whatever, I just literally went on to Amazon, found the DVD for $8 and a brand new DVD player for, like, $19.99, next day delivery. And I was, like, done. And I watched it. Plugged it in with a little USB cord. And I was, like, cool. I love it. (laughs) All right, so here is the last question that I have. And and it kind of fits with we all just kind of hit an old moment of what we'd want to watch. If you have, I mean, and we all do, one of your greatest memories, whatever that is in your own head, it doesn't matter. If, just theoretically speaking, you are remembering it incorrectly, and it actually wasn't as great as your head tells you. This is 100% true. Would you want it corrected? Well, no, no, no. Hold on a second. Really? Even if it means dashing a a good memory. There is a... There is a 0% chance that you're remembering any of your memories correctly. Oh, yeah. Of course not. But like, say, say you're Lauren totally. done all this. Because yeah. Lauren, Lauren does capital crimes, right? Yeah. So, like, like eyewitness testimony, like, she has to, like, Useless. learn. She knows so much about eyewitness testimony. And it's bullshit. And yeah. it's terrible. It's point. So, like, you're, you're, you definitely don't remember it the way it was. But no. that's why it's cool. But that's like, what that's I'm saying. Why, that's why you don't – I wouldn't want to relive it because – it's about how you experienced it and how you, what it meant to you and, and, and how you were feeling at the time and you'll add your own thing to it. But that's cool. Cause you're not testifying in a court of law in a criminal trial. Yeah, You're so not going fine. to jail for it. So it's fine. But E what <laughs> yeah. you got? I mean, is there an argument though that like, 
the truth should take precedent over like our sentimentality or feelings? That's basically the question I'm asking. Is what which, like, which do you prefer? Which A&M's, do you prefer? Anim's gonna win a national championship every year. I don't care what the reality is. <laughs> but that's projection. Reality is for I reality is for like, suckers, I think man. The way you look at the I know for a fact I romanticize the hell out of my memories. Like I make it seem way more magical or special yep. than it ever probably was. But I can't help myself, and I kind of like myself for that. And why I'm else, not mad at you for that. Why else would we want to keep them? Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, that's, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, honestly, I think there is probably something fundamental about the human condition to where we need to do that. And if we could, if we took that away, there's something about us that would be sort of like less human and nostalgia would get skewed into something else, probably. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, it's just a catalog of mundane memories. Mm. That you don't need taking up headspace. Which is crazy that we're like sacks of meat. And, and bone. we have all this stuff going on. We're, anim- we're, yeah. we're bones with muscle. It is. Group. Yeah. It is when you think about it like yeah, that. It's, we're real weird. With music and movies and. Uh, and interesting it. what what does stick in your brain and what doesn't. Out of all the things you do and say every single day in and out. What what memories you you know you can recall from something when you were six years old that you'll never forget ever? Yeah, yeah. or the subconscious ones that you deal with, um, in like a day to day basis, right? So like I yes. had a great day today, right? So it, it colored my mood, but it was subconscious. I wasn't like thinking about, I wasn't thinking back. Well, I did think back to where I was like. Me and Joe were trying to work, and we were frantically texting each other. Like, Couldn't do it. The price, <laughs> the price of GV. Our favorite stunk was going up. Can't yeah, pay yeah. Attention. So like, so I'll remember that. So, but but also like, there is a subconscious thing. Yeah, man. We, you know what we need to do is we need to go back to dreams, because that dream thing that we just talked about of Joe, or like your your dad disappearing and stuff. Man, I have some vivid dreams. I'm like crazy I would love dreams. to do another dream yeah. episode. I I, it, I thought about that as well. There, there was a moment in Paris where I saw I was in a room and I was like, I've 100% been here before. And it was something that I feel like I dreamt. But it's so hard. Like, is it just deja vu? Was I just tired? Had I actually, I had been in that hotel before. So had I seen this exact hallway before and forgot? Like, I love it. Yeah, it would be interesting to explore that. I, um, I woke Lauren up um, the other night. And I go, Lauren, close the door, close the door. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I, I and I was like, and I was pointing to our wall, and I was like, close the door, close the door. They're coming in. <laughs> like, they are. What coming is going in. on? Yeah, and then and then I went to sleep again. Apparently, that I went back to sleep. <gasps> you you were you were like sleep. Not walking, but yeah. But, oh, yeah. I sleepwalk a, when Lauren and I first met. I sleptwalk a lot. Like I would. Oh my god! Walk around her. Um, Have I never one seen one of this? the? Oh yeah. So one of the first times that I slept at her house, um, I sleptwalk around. I was like talking and stuff, and then I decided that her drawer was the toilet. Yep, 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 yep. And I oh, just, no. I just started, and mm-hmm. she goes, no. <laughs> 
And she like tackled me as I'm, I'm like peeing. Oh in no! Her drawer. Yeah, and like I like she's like she I, she didn't get any on her, but apparently I just just peed in all of her drawers. Oh my I, god! <laughs> and oh she still god. stayed with me. I, that's a credit. That's She's life. a saint. Yeah. And Lauren, I know you won't listen, but you're amazing. So thank you for putting up with our boy. So uh, a dreams episode. Let's do a dreams episode. And anybody right, out we'll there, of the dream episode. if you want some nostalgia, just go back and listen to this podcast. We've been doing it for like two and a half years. There's plenty of, yeah, plenty this, of shit. This podcast is a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of nostalgia. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So oh, I'll, uh, I'll end it with this, everybody. Uh, it's a quote from a favorite band, old fish. If life were easy and not so fast, I wouldn't think about the past. See y'all next week.